It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in Studio 22, The Mothership. I'm looking up something here. Uh, yesterday, Waxahachie, Texas, that is south of Dallas, uh, which is a pretty conservative area for Texas. Uh, Big Al's Down the Hatch is a restaurant. That's not yesterday. It was Sunday. Um Big Al's Down the Hatch. Here's what they did. They had a Beto O'Rourke menu. Yeah. So, obviously, they were serving up a lot of soy. Uh, but they had, like, the Beto brisket sandwich, Beto brisket nachos, Beto BLT, Beto burger, Beto bone-in or boneless wings. <laughs> I'm thinking Beto has a bone-in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Beto bacon jalapenos, Beto salad, Beto sausage. Okay. I don't think, anyway, and pretty expensive food, but says a portion of the proceeds today will be donated back to the Beto O'Rourke campaign. So I posted that on my social media on Saturday. Uh, a lot of reaction. It made the news. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, the uh, there was a lot of stuff said about it. It got a lot of traction, got a lot of reaction. A lot of people were sharing it. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't tell people to eat there or not eat there. I just want you to be aware of what you're supporting. Right? I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your dollars. You do what you want to do. But if you know you're going to a restaurant and that restaurant is going to take the money you spend with them and donate it to something that is just diametrically opposed to you politically and philosophically, then I think you've got a right to know what they're supporting now when you spend money with me like let's say you go to my website you buy a t-shirt whatever you want to do i you know who you're supporting here you you know who i am right so um you come in with just absolute unfettered transparent access to my values and the things that i believe in and look at the end of the day that's your choice Right. A lot of people, you know, when I run ads on my stuff, I put it on Facebook or whatever. I run ads. I get a lot of the people out there, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. But so be it. At least you know what you're getting when you start hiding it. That's a whole other deal. Now, if that guy, if that restaurant owner wants to take the money he makes from his restaurant and donate it, that's his business. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of restaurant owners out there or business owners who do the same thing. But when you start publishing it, that this is what's going to happen, well, then you're fair game. That, that to me, is freedom. That's, you're, you're free to publish it, and I'm, I'm, I'm free to not patronize your burger joint. Okay? And so, uh, it, like, that, to me, has got to be a suicide move for a restaurant in a very conservative area, Ellis County, Texas. Um, that's suicide. I, I don't get it. Now, me, I personally, I, you know, look, I got a conservative show here, a conservative bent. Uh, I believe in small government. I believe in people governing themselves and being free. If you don't agree with that, you could turn this off. You don't have to support me. But I cater to the people who have like minds and convictions as mine, right? And you know what you're getting. I'm not hiding anything from you. This is not a grift uh, for me. You've always known. I, you go back 10 years, and I'm on record. You can go back longer than that if you really want to research it. But, I mean, take the last 10 years of Internet stuff that's out there. My message hasn't changed one bit. Hasn't changed. Um, 
Let's talk about some stuff we didn't get into yesterday. Uh, how long do we want to go here in this segment? Because our cl- clock is counting up and not down. So we want to do it. We want to do about. Okay. All right. There we go. You guys are good. Kayla's a murderer. Based on my dream. Based on my dream. Um, but we, we've got a couple of deals. So like uh, the uh, White House COVID chief. Dr. Ashish Jha had some words with MSNBC about what the average American should be concerned about when it comes to monkeypox. Play the clip. Right now, about 98% of the cases are among gay and bisexual men what? Uh, spreading through prolonged skin-to-skin contact. What? So it is not something that I think the average person needs to be concerned about contracting, uh, you know, getting uh, contracting. It's not uh, it's not easily spread. Uh, There's a theoretical risk that it can be spread through surfaces, but that's not what we're seeing Um, right now. We're really seeing almost all the spread happening through prolonged skin to skin contact. Prolonged. Prolonged. Now, why isn't that guy being banned on YouTube? I'm banned on YouTube. Why? I'm day two. I'm still in the cell. I'm clanking, let my people go. I'm just running my coffee cup along the bars, you know. Swing low, sweet chariot. Now I get banned for singing racist songs now, right? I'm singing old Negro spirituals. Oh, just got banned for saying Negro. Um, I went and gave blood the other day because I'm a giver. I went and gave blood the other day. And if you go to the blood center, they do a health history questionnaire. Now, there were, f- there were a couple of screens that popped up with questions. In the past three months, have you had sexual contact with a prostitute or anyone else who has ever taken money or drugs uh, or other payment for sex? No. The answer is no. I can make a joke there. Uh, no hoes. Believe it or not, I can get it for free. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, it was another question. Male donors. Now, again, it's funny how when you start getting into people's health history, it gets very gender specific. Yeah, it starts like you all these ideologies out there start to really kind of poof, blow away in the wind like chaff. Uh, it sounds good on the street during your protest and your re-re time, but when it gets down to the nuts and bolts of the uh, anatomy and physiology and the biology, because they're about to they're about to take your blood from you and potentially donate it to someone else and put it in their body, it starts to get real. Male donors, in the past three months, have you had sexual contact with another male? Why would that matter in this world we live in these days? Why would that matter? Another question. It goes on. Female donors, in the past three months, have you had sexual contact with a male who had sexual contact with another male (laughs) in the past three months? Telling you. It matters, you dudes out there. Male donors from 1977 to the present, did you have sexual contact with another male, comma, even once? Wow. You know why? Because that stuff sticks with you. 
stuff sort of sticks with you. Believe it or not. Female donors in the past 12 months. It goes on. There wasn't just one question. Have you had sexual contact with a male who has ever had sexual contact with another male? It asks you again. So, apparently it matters. When he says 98% of the cases are among gay and bisexual men uh, spreading through prolonged skin-to-skin contact. Yeah. Um, Bam. It matters. So, monkeypox, folks. And we're not on YouTube, so we can say it a lot. Monkeypox, monkeypox, monkeypox. Monkeypox. COVID, 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 COVID. I don't think you should get vaccinated. Like I, I, I used to think you should, and I don't think you should. They're hiding something. It's from China. Your uh, mask is a Chinese face diaper. It is. Uh, let's just tell it like it is. Obviously, we're not, once, we, once we're allowed to put stuff back on YouTube, we're not going to put these episodes on there. <laughs> this will be Chad Prather, The Missing Weeks. The Missing Weeks. Uh, Ted Cruz. Boy, this IRS thing has me greatly concerned, mostly because taxation is theft, and I hate the IRS. Uh, The fact that Big Brother is getting even bigger, and they're wanting to add 87,000 tax auditors to the IRS, they really want to make sure that you truly own nothing and are unhappy. Uh, They're going to make sure they get every thin dime from you they can. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, he pointed out something very specific that's kind of scary. Play that clip. The House Ways and Means Committee, the minority, has put out an estimate that under this bill, there will be 1.2 million new audits per per year, with over 700,000 of those new audits falling on taxpayers making $75,000 or less. I believe personally we should abolish the IRS, okay. but at a minimum, we shouldn't make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol all combined. That's what the Democrats are proposing here. And they, and they can't understand why. We don't like this. Americans are not buying it, folks. Um, they're trying to sell this. You know, you take, like, for instance, this Inflation Reduction Act. Okay. All right. All it's doing is increasing inflation. Uh, you got Joe Manchin, who he was shocked. Uh, well, actually, he shocked the political world last week when he announced an agreement on legislation with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Uh, the, uh, the bill advances Democrats' agenda on climate, prescription drugs, corporate taxes, IRS enforcement. But then he was shocked that no Republicans want to go along with it. Yeah, no shit. Um, so... The uh, 36% in this poll said it was uh, economists and YouGov said that 12% of nearly 1,500 respondents believe the bill will actually reduce inflation. 36% think they're going to increase inflation. 23% said they don't think it's going to move inflation either way. Another 29% just aren't sure. Uh, Most people don't know what, a lot of people don't know what inflation is. They don't understand basic economics. And these days, there's no way to understand what the hell's going on because nothing means anything anymore. It changed, it changed the definition of everything. We changed the definition of inflation. We changed the definition of recession. They're going to change the definition of depression. You just watch and see. That's what they're going to do. Um, and then you got, then you got um, Katrine Jean-Pierre, who is the White House press secretary, who you just got to appreciate uh, Peter Ducey. You, it's got, the dude is just going to, just going to, 
hold their feet to the fire. Um, but Jean-Pierre said Friday that teachers, nurses, and firefighters should be relieved that gas is four eleven per gallon, $4.11 a gallon, celebrating the fact that prices at the pump have fallen since reaching record highs uh, earlier this summer. Um, we have that clip. Why is the Biden administration bragging about this? Play it. Today, we received another outstanding jobs report. 528,000 jobs. Why is the president bragging today about gas prices? Because it's gone down. It's still a dollar and 72 cents higher than when he took office. It has come, it has come down in a way that we haven't seen its trajectory coming down in over a decade. Still and over it is four dollars a gallon okay. though, is that good? You want to talk to a nurse or a teacher or a firefighter if if having that little bit of breathing room doesn't matter to them? Are nurses and teachers and firefighters saying gas prices are only four dollars and eleven cents? That, this is great. I'm saying that 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 even that little bit of breathing room matters to families, especially during this summer when people are traveling, when people are trying to do what they can for their families, when people are trying to think about what are we going to do with our kids, drive them to camp, driving to see other family members across the country. This matters. Yeah. And that that whole thing about the um, the breathing room, you know, Joe Biden even uh, he said right now a family in America. This is on Twitter. Joe Biden said under his POTUS account, right now a family in America with two cars is saving a hundred dollars a month on gas compared to peak prices. So I mean, by that, if you got three cars, you're saving one hundred and fifty dollars. If you got four cars, you're saving two hundred dollars. If you got five cars, you're saving two hundred fifty dollars. You see where I'm going with this? I mean, they just keep adding the cards. Well, that's how, oh, you're saving a hundred dollars because you got two cars. Stupid. That's breathing room, he says, and we're not letting up anytime soon. Uh, of course, I had to comment on that tweet. I said it's hard to breathe through this much bullshit, um, and that's exactly what it is. When she says, "Well, it's come down in a trajectory we haven't seen in the last ten years." Well, it went up in a trajectory we haven't seen in the last 10 years. I mean, they talk to you like you're stupid because they think you are. They truly think you're stupid. So get ready because they're going to they're gonna do all this stuff with the IRS. I mean, my God. How many more audits? 1.7 million more every year? Oh, I can't wait for that. I mean, imagine being in my shoes, a small business owner that's out there. Look, <laughs> it, it, you, you're just trying to make ends meet. You're trying to get things going. You're trying to keep as good a records as you can. And they're going to come keep breathing down your neck to make sure that you stay under their boot. Pisses me off, folks. I do not trust this government. Uh, folks, I believe that you're concerned, like I am, about what's happening in the world. Uh, we're heading into a very uncertain future. I want you to be prepared. There's some ugly circumstances that are all coming together at once, and I don't want you to be a victim. So I want you to go to preparewithchad.com. I'm going to get you a special deal where I'll save you $150 on a three-month emergency food kit from my friends at My Patriot Supply. The food kit contains a wide variety of tasty meals. It's enough to last three solid months per person. Plus, these meals are going to provide you with 2,000 calories a day, so it's going to give you the energy and strength you need. Listen. 
It's also delicious, so don't be mistaken there. Uh, this My Patriot Supply Food Kit is something every American family should have, and you're going to wish you'd ordered it if disaster and when disaster strikes. Go to preparewithchad.com. Claim your $150 savings per kit. Your order is going to ship fast. It's going to ship free. It's going to arrive in discreet, unmarked boxes. You're going to have privacy. Go to preparewithchad.com today. That's preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. See, I got a text message from Alex Stein yesterday, and uh, everybody lo- everybody loves Alex. I texted Alex Sunday night. I said, dude, you're about to be king of the world. I mean, you really are. I mean, he, he said, well, the only thing that could stop me is if I get canceled. I said, we're not going to let you get canceled. Because what he's doing is, uh, oh, he's a harasser. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. That's what he's going to do. And we're loving it, actually. We're loving it. And he's got a gift. You may hate him, but he's got a gift. And he's using it. And listen, Alex is one of the sweetest dudes on the planet. He's just not going to let your bullshit go. He's going to call you on your bullshit. He's going to put you on the spot. And that's what people don't like, is he's putting people on the spot, and it's embarrassing them. And people don't like to be embarrassed. Whether he's going out there and, you know, rapping at the city council meetings or dressing up like a girl swimmer or just, you know, stopping a Vox reporter or whatever. Well, the other day, uh, Christopher Titus has <laughs> been comedian and TV guy, sitcom guy, went after, uh, went after Alex. And I've had Titus come after me before. We, we had an all day back and forth one time. I was doing yard work and tweeting back and forth with Chris Titus. Uh, he's a tool bag. He's just a tool bag. Um, we uh, he went after Alex Stein because of a, a a video that Alex posted from CPAC where I think he he embarrassed a Vox reporter or whatever who was there, and uh, and of course Alex said, well Christopher Titus said this is what happens when you don't have, we grow up without a father, which by the way could be taken as a racist statement, dude, since seventy four percent of black communities don't have fathers. Uh, it, and you just called out fatherlessness and, and basically said you just said something pretty bad, negative about uh, black kids. I mean, if we're going to go there, let's go there. I mean, if we're going to stretch it, let's stretch it. But Kathy Griffin, Alex just texted me. Kathy Griffin posted the video of, uh, of him trolling the vice reporter at CPAC. <laughs> she said, this is Tucker Carlson's son. Because he said to Chris Titus, he said, I'm not fatherless. Tucker Carlson's my biological father, which that's been his joke and his shtick all along. Said, this is Tucker Carlson's son. The misogyny with this crowd is just as pervasive as the racism. (laughs) Attaboy, Alex. Attaboy. I freaking love it. You talk about just going out and owning yourself. Um, and for the record, Alex Stein, whose last name is Stein, <laughs> Stein is not the biological son of a guy whose last name is Carlson. <laughs> uh, now, hopefully I don't have to unpack for you, idiot. 
the etymology of a name like Stein versus, say, Carlson. Holy shit. I mean, these people just can't. They can't get out of their own damn way. They're so ignorant. I mean, remember. Oh, and by the way, by the way, while Kathy Griffin is talking about her misogyny and racism, go hold up another severed head, you stupid bitch. I'm like, this is insanity, these people. And they think they're so smart. That's what's funny to me. You think you're so smart, and we're sitting here laughing our asses off, and we just keep doing this stuff because they think we're serious most of the time. And most of the time we're not. Most of the time we're just playing with you. We're like we're like a we're like a we're like a cat with a mouse. Just kind of keep batting the mouse around a little bit, and then y'all say more dumb shit, and we just play right into it, and we just keep doing just slapping the mouse around. Good God! Uh, but they think you're stupid, and, and we just keep playing right along. I love it. Uh, speaking of people who think you stupid, let's think you're stupid. Let's go back to Katrine Jean Pierre. Oh, who, by the way, is black and gay and out and black, because that's what matters. She was asked about the anniversary of the Afghanistan withdrawal, because that's coming up. Uh, Here's what she had to say. Play that clip. Can you just talk about how uh, the White House will be marking the anniversary of the withdrawal uh, from Afghanistan? What type of plans to honor the 13 services? So one of the things that I can say is that, um, you know, this time last year, the president had to make a a tough choice, uh, which is ending a civil war, a 20-year civil war uh, in Afghanistan, as you all know, that put our troops, number one, put our troops at risk and also cost uh, cost us $2 trillion. And he made a promise, uh, $2 trillion was spent, and he made a promise uh, that he would not, he, he made the decision to uh, bring home our troops, uh, get them out of harm's way, uh, and make sure that, uh, uh, you know, make sure that uh, we're able uh, to have that over the horizon counterterrorism that we, sh- we saw uh, this past uh, weekend. Uh, when it comes to the anniversary, <laughs> we will, uh, uh, it's an, an appropriate opportunity uh, to honor the service and sacrifice of those uh, we lost and as as well as recognize the many people we saved. She is a moron. That's a moron right there. I mean, we we had to do all these, we had to end all these things, spending $2 trillion. Uh, this was a civil war that had gone on for 20 years. We made the very tough decision. So here's what I'm going to do, guys. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the Biden logic of, uh, of moving out of where I live now. So I, I'm going to move. At some point in time in the days ahead, I'm, I'm going to move. I, uh, I've been looking at, looking at places, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, and I'm going to move to the new house. In my old house, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave the door unlocked, and I'm going to leave all my shit in there. And I'm just going to leave it behind. You know what? Somebody else can come have all my stuff. They can have my guns. They can have my bullets. They can have my safe with money in it. They can have, you know, any, any gold bullion I might have in there, silver bullion, all my stuff, my furniture, my plants. They can have it. My, you know, my towels, my dishes, anything I got, just leaving it there. Doors unlocked. Come use it if you want to use it. Use it however you see fit. 
Uh, and by the way, you know, you might take those guns and you may, maybe you go shoot up a Walmart. I don't know. It's not my problem. I left it behind. Oh, I'm going to leave my pets there too. So you could, you know, you could keep them, kill them, whatever you want to do. I just don't care anymore. Leaving it all behind. And let the chips fall where they may. Now, if I were to do something like that, let me ask you a question. Just, just a hypothetical question. If I left all that stuff behind and say my pets starved to death, would I be at fault? Would it, would it be, would the blame be on me for that? Or let's say somebody actually did take one of my guns and went and shot up a public place. Would, would they hold me accountable for that? Would they? I kind of think they would. But nobody wants to hold the Biden administration accountable for leaving all the shit behind in Afghanistan. We left material behind. We left supplies. We left weaponry. We left, we left billions of dollars of resources behind. Military resources that can be used against our allies and against us. Then we had 13 service members that died in a terrorist attack at the airport because all the support and defense had been taken away. So what the hell? What, what, what are we doing here? And she's going to sit there and tell you, like Joe Biden <coughs> did a good thing by pulling out of Afghanistan and ending a 20-year civil war and $2 trillion for saving this money. Yeah, no, I think you guys need to think long and hard about the accountability that needs to be held in regards to the actions that this administration took. But what do I know? I mean, I'm just trafficking in common sense right here, and uh, nobody wants to hold that in common right now. Um, Speaking of just absolute morons, could we please play the clip of like Nancy Pelosi? Love China so much. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always <laughs> felt a con- connection there. Somebody put that lady back on Shmirnoff 1 and fly her ass back to Washington, D.C. before she gets us all killed. Now, I thought when I first saw that video over the weekend, I thought that's a deep fake. Right. Like, that's not real. That's not real. You would not go to Asia. And talk about digging a hole to China. Hey, I remember when I was digging a hole on the beach. <laughs> we were going to dig a hole to China. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was a deep fake. I really did. But that's the Speaker of the House. That's the Speaker of the House. Uh, how, uh, I, you know what I'm excited about, Chris? You know, a lot of people look at the stock market right now, and they're, like, concerned about a lot of things. I've got some investments that are doing pretty good right now. But one of the things I'm excited about is, and you turned me on to it, and then they became a sponsor of the show, and that was Masterworks. Yeah. Masterworks is fun, and uh, I just read Big Tech lost $1.8 trillion in a single month. And uh, serves them right, especially after Twitter, Facebook, and Google colluded with the Democrats to keep Hunter's laptop out of the 2020 election. And uh, like I always say, the, uh, you know, karma, it's a boomerang. It just comes back around. And I just heard Biden promoting that dystopian disinformation governance board. And if it keeps going like this, folks, look, we may not get any truth about anything, the energy, the environment, nothing, and especially the economy or opportunities that may help you retire early. That's why you rely on me to give you some real news with common sense, real opportunities for hardworking Americans. That's why uh, I want to uh, I want 
you to get the rest of the story at masterworks.art slash Chad. Again, and Chad, masterworks.art slash Chad. Before yeah. you, you finish that, the app. They got a new app. They got a new app. And they got this a new app, app. is the best because you get alerts of what to invest. Yeah. And they got a little bit of a painting gallery that yeah. shows you what you've been investing in. Yeah. I will share my investment, which is the next picture. That's what I invested on. I have five paintings through Masterworks, and I really appreciate the app. Yeah. It's so like much it. easier. You know, I pull it up right here. And uh, I can go straight to my investments, and there it is. You can see the, a couple of different ones that I've got, yeah. and I've got you know I've invested quite a bit actually with Masterworks, so it's it's exciting stuff. Not a little short term investment. You want to want to hold on to it for about five years, so you want to plan this thing out. But it's cool, and it's a lot of fun too. Uh, see important regulation a disclosures at Masterworks.io CD uh, slash CD. Last time I'm going to say it. That's Masterworks.art slash Chad, go check them out. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, time of the show where we wax eloquent. I'm Madison County, North Carolina. I'm proud of them over in Madison County. North Kankalanke. I want to take you over there in that little flying machine of the mind and take a look at the way this particular school district is dealing with the ever-present potential of another school shooting. Recently, County Sheriff Buddy Harwood, that's a great name for a sheriff, by the way, in North Carolina, Buddy Harwood, made an announcement that all of the elementary, middle, and high schools in the county will now have semi-automatic rifles and ammunition stored in secured safes so that in case of a shooting situation, law enforcement will have easier access to the weapons they need to bring down the dirtbag attempting to do the deed. And by semi-automatic rifles, in case there's any doubt in this age of dubious firearms identification, I do mean AR-15s because when you absolutely positively got to kill the shit out of a criminal and you absolutely positively should... Uh, talking to you, Uvalde police, you'll have the necessary firepower to get it done. Now, as a matter of fact, this whole thing comes as a response to the shooting in Uvalde. And for many, uh, pretty much any leftist out there listening or watching right now, uh, it's what's known as being proactive. Now, I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. We protect banks with guns. We protect government buildings with guns. People often protect their stores with guns. Why in God's name wouldn't we think it was a good idea to protect schools with guns? You get all these limp-wristed, ill-informed, left-leaning, anti-gun dipshits out there crying into their boba tea about how terrible an idea it is to arm people in schools. But most, if not all, these dim bulbs have apparently not thought the issue through. If my kid is in school and some re-re-rapscallion decides to go all Red Dead Redemption, I want a responsible adult to decisively put a cap in his ass. Anyway, that isn't even where we, what we're seeing here. These guns are going to be stored specifically for law enforcement so that they can more quickly address the situation on the level that it demands. They come in with breaching tools, open the safe. All of a sudden, it's like the school shooter done brought a knife to a holy shit. That's a lot of guns fight. Now, you can see the advantage there, right? The thing that the left always ignores in these cases. Well, one of the things the left always ignores is that taking guns out of the hands of responsible citizens in favor of limiting access of guns from criminals only takes guns out of the hands of the responsible citizens. Now, you know that, I know that, but the left either doesn't know it or pretends not to in order to advance the narrative. I'm going to go with that at least. Listen, 
I like what they're doing in North Carolina. Hell, I don't think it goes far enough. I really don't. I don't think it goes far enough, but it's a good start. Anybody out there my age or a little older, you remember when some schools used to have shooting classes? Mine did. The way you become a responsible gun owner is to be taught how to be one. You got to be taught. It's good to start kids on gun safety young so that it's drilled into their head and will stick with them the rest of their lives. We are always, always, always going to have bad actors who want to cause the maximum amount of chaos and pain. It's the nature of the fallen world. And the best way to deal with that is by making sure that we are an armed and polite society. Remember, folks, we are the first responders. And good job, Madison County, for stepping up to the plate and actually doing something that really does look like actual progress. Sheriff Buddy Harwood. I like that name. It's a good sheriff name. Ain't Buford T. Justice. But I like Buddy Harwood. Yeah, I listen, I still say you put a safe in put a safe in every every classroom. Arm every teacher that wants to be armed. I mean, you know, look, if you want to if you want to not do that, I mean, that's your right, but I think make it doesn't go far enough. Go even further. An armed society is a polite society. I had saw somebody on Twitter the other day said, well, the best way to keep uh, the, you know, the gun out of a bad guy's hand is to make it where he can't get the gun. Well, you tell me how you do that. Because that one dude in Japan a couple of weeks ago killed Shinzo Abe in one of the strictest no gun policy areas of the planet he still manu- he still was able to manufacture his own gun he built the thing you want to kill somebody you can do it you can get it done i still go back to that story back in what was it 1919 or something like that when the guy lost his seat on the on the board of education and or he didn't get elected and so he stuck dynamite underneath the school and blew it up with the kids in there and then he then he waited till the mayor and another city council member approached his truck and he blew that up killed them and himself too you want to kill people, you kill people. Don't always take guns to do it. Um, what else we want to talk about? This jobs thing, like somebody said the other day, they said Joe Biden doesn't care if you call him Brandon or not. He's out there putting together 10 million new jobs. There's people out there that believe this nonsense. Like, again, that's what I go back to the saying, that they're going to talk to you like you're stupid or something. Uh, but Biden, he was bragging about his job report uh, the uh, well, just play the clip. If you got it, the Biden bragging about the jobs report. Play that clip. Today we received another outstanding jobs report. Five hundred and twenty-eight thousand jobs were added just last month to this country's employment. Five hundred and twenty-eight thousand jobs. We have now nearly doubled what we we're almost at 10 million jobs. There you go. Almost at 10 million jobs since I took office. That's the fastest job growth in history. Today, we also matched the lowest unemployment rate in America in the last 50 <laughs> years. 3.5%. Yes, 3.5%. He had to take the glasses off so he could see the teleprompter. Because he didn't even believe his own bullshit. He wanted to see if he was reading the right numbers. He wanted to like, oh, I don't know these numbers. I want to make sure I'm reading them correctly. And, and you know the handler smacked that hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? Put those yeah. back on. Probably yeah. had a little little shock collar on his yep. wrist. Put those back on, no yep. blinky McBlinkerson. <laughs> I mean, the guy doesn't blink for 20 minutes at a time. Keep the Ray-Bans on, Mr. President. Here, Here's the president right here. Listen to this. <laughs> Did you hear that? 
He's sitting there at a press conference with Andy Bashir, who's the governor of Kentucky. And he says, uh, I, would, I would like, can I say something? He goes, Bashir says, you're the president. And he goes, well, I still have to ask permission. <laughs> Even if you're joking. No, 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 no. Can you imagine Donald Trump saying, well, I still have to ask permission. Quite honestly, I don't know. I come out here, I talk, I say thanks. But I usually ask permission. Can you imagine Donald Trump doing that? No effing way, dude. Uh, <laughs> you got the Joe Biden is a good president sot over there? Do you have that one? Yeah, play that clip. Get Joe Biden out of office. Get him out. Get his ass out. Get him out, coach. What do you think about the Biden administration redefining the term recession? That doesn't sound like a recession to me. But this is the worst recession we've been in. To be honest, we've never had a recession where gas, housing, I mean, you name it. At one time, even when people's houses were going into foreclosure, those people that lost their homes could at least still go into a grocery store and buy a regular price item. Now you've got houses that are out of control, cars out of control, gas out of control, food out of control. So technically we're in a recession, but Joe Biden and his administration say we're not. What do you think about that? He crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you think that he's doing a good job or a bad job as president? Bad job. He making it worse. <laughs> hey, we could have kept Donald Trump for this <laughs> <laughs> Our, our good friend Savannah Hernandez, of course, on the street, uh, doing an excellent job with that. You, you, you know Savannah had to be excited when that response came out. She was like, oh, she could see the virality of that clip going Chad, out there. that video shows a very thing that the Democrats should be scared. Yeah. The black community is no longer misinformed. They're not. They are awake, and they see, hopefully— for sure in the ballot box that voting blue is going to get them what they got right now yeah right now and, and again i'm not speaking in, in 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 whole terms here in that regard the, the the members of the black community that that you have the problem with in regards to these issues are the ones with all of these college degrees by their name yeah. it's these so-called elitists that have now you know your ibram kendi's and their ilk out there who no matter what they're they're never gonna you know they're going to be philosophically opposed of anything capitalism anything small government anything conservative anything you know life liberty pursuit of happiness they're, they're going to be opposed to all that stuff because they're getting paid to be opposed to all that stuff right you're you're you know you're van joneses of the world but the folks out there that by and large in the community who are truly suffering because of things like you know gas prices and grocery prices and there's no baby formula i mean we're still down 30 percent on baby formula that is, that is, that issue has not gone away yet it's still there they're the ones who are being affected by that they're not they don't have ibram kendi money you know they don't have spike lee money they, 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 so by and large their eyes have, have truly been opened up because they, they, you, we gave them exactly what they said they didn't want. They want an elitist politician, old white guy, and that's what they got in Joe Biden. This one just happens to be a fucking moron. We'll be right back. All right. So Jalen Rose, who, of course, is a basketball player, now he's an ESPN analyst, um, he wants to cancel the term Mount Rushmore because it's offensive. 
Um, he posted a video on Twitter this week calling for America to stop using the term Mount Rushmore, uh, which, of course, has Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln on it. And uh, he demanded that it be canceled because the monument dedicated to U.S. presidents was built, quote, on top of dead bodies of Native Americans. Well, it's a mountain. So they didn't build it. They carved it. But we don't want to get too deep into logic here. Um, he said, I want to continue to challenge myself and challenge you to do something. We can retire using Mount Rushmore. That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, indigenous people. I mean, did Jalen Rose just wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm hurting with the Indians. Like, I'm hurting with the Native Americans. I, I really need to make sure they know that I'm on their team. Um, the uh, land that was stolen from them when it was discovered that it contained gold. 25 years later. Well, they weren't using it. They weren't using the gold. So we went and got it. Does that mean? Is that, am I allowed to say that, Chris? That the, the Indians weren't using the gold, so we went and got it. I mean, they were, they were trading with, like, pottery. <laughs> 25 years later, add insult to injury, four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore on the top of dead bodies that is buried right underneath. Uh, so I call for you and myself. I'm owning this, too, he said. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore when we're talking about you know, our favorite rappers talking about our favorite movies, talking about our favorite players. What? Um, but he, you know, he says, um, talks about the, the different sports teams that have changed their name and stuff like that. And, uh, of course, Christy Noam, our friend and governor of South Dakota, she said the four men on Mount Rushmore were amazing, flawed American leaders who helped make America what it is today, the greatest country the world has ever known. The Republican governor then proclaimed to the woke leftists obsessed with attacking these leaders, I've got news for you, not on my watch. There you go. There you go. So let's just say no. Just say no. Uh, but, again, these guys, these, these woke sports activists, they've always got to be pissed about something. There was, um, I don't even want to talk about that story. Alex Jones, Alex Jones, they, they want him to pay $45.2 million to the Sandy Hook parents in punitive da damages. I, they're going to have to overturn this in appeals. Um, that's just absolute insanity. Uh, they're just trying to make an example out of Alex Jones in regards to this. You know, how are you going to hold Alex Jones? Alex Jones talks about his opinion. This is what he thought. You know, was it wrong? Was it insensitive? It doesn't matter. It, none of that matters. I get people say, people say, well, what do you think about it? You really don't want to know what I think about it. And, and again, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Look, I got off of Facebook for a month back when Sandy Hook happened because I didn't want to see that stuff parading around in front of me nonstop. And, um, you know, it's a sad deal. But the, the thing is, you're going to hold Alex Jones accountable for what his, quote, followers do or what they say, their comments and all the things they're going to do. Oh, he's the one who exacerbated it all. And he calls him, yeah, yeah, but he, he shared his opinion on this stuff. He shared his opinion on this stuff. You're, gonna, you're just going to make an example out of him. I mean, this, this is like the Derek Chauvin thing. You're going to put him away for life. Or however long over the you know the George Floyd death, you're just making an example out of somebody. That's not justice. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be some justice and accountability there to it in certain cases, but come on, you, you get to a point where you're just trying to make an example out of somebody. This is when this is when justice and the legal system turns into activism, and that's that's not a good thing. That's a bad precedent 
to uh, start be to start setting for any of us, any of us. And before you start thinking it's just Alex Jones, let me remind all, every one of you out there: you all put your opinions on social media too. So there's nothing from keeping them from coming after your ass. You don't have to just be on Blaze TV or Infowars or any other network out there. You got a platform too. You got a you got a platform. You got a network called Facebook and Twitter. You've said some dumb shit too. So you want them to hold you accountable? I mean, maybe I've been harassed because of your influence. I, I, I have been. I have been. I get messages from people all the time because you shared. Some, there's people out there who shared something from me, and they've, they've called people to attack me. Christopher Titus. We talked about Christopher Titus coming after Alex Stein. He came after me. And then all of a sudden, his followers are going to come after us and attack us. So I'm going to sue the shit out of you. So let's go. I mean, that's the standard, right? You got to be held accountable for the shit you say. Let's start holding some people accountable if that's, if that's truly the precedent you want. And it's not about dead kids. Again, he wasn't over dead kids. It was over what he said. It's over what he said. So you want to be held accountable for everything you've said? I'll tell you what you need to do. Before you get in those legal troubles, you need to get this book, Am I Crazy? And you need to read the introduction to it because it's about that very thing. That very thing that social media and our platforms have created. Monsters in all of us because we misuse our platforms in a lot of ways. So if you really want to take it to the logical conclusion of what this Alex Jones precedent is set, well, guess what? You're not immune from it either. So there you go. Play me a TikTok, baby. Today has been day four of law school, and I spent the morning with the Dean of Diversity and Inclusion because I have been misgendered so many times by the faculty of this university, which claims to stand on progressive principles. And so I go to this Dean, and this Dean tells me that I need to exercise grace and patience in the small things. I'm like, listen, lady, this is not a small thing. Being misgendered is distressing. It's dysphoric. Um, and I explained to her how hard it is to try to figure out why people keep seeing me as a female. And she's like, okay, well, you can escalate it to the Title IX director. I'm like, listen, the Title IX director was on a webinar yesterday misgendering people, to which this lady had no solutions for me on where to go next. And if this hasn't been a learning experience about how broken our system is and why policies need to change and how much bureaucracy there is and how much the system is set in its ways and why we need really good attorneys, then I don't know what is. I, I love the Ukraine flag there it's getting to the point where these little telltale signs tell you everything you need to know in this situation um and yeah uh it is a small thing you're being you being misgendered that's a small thing uh i i did a benefit on sunday for for a friend of mine who has discovered he's got advanced cancer uh he went to vegas wasn't feeling well came back guess what they found out got advanced cancer uh that's a big thing them not knowing whether you're a he or a him or a she or a her, not a big thing to the fact that they've even proven the point to try to help you by having a dean of inclusivity that you are going and wasting their time over. You look like a biological female because you are a biological female and now you want to hold everybody accountable for them misgendering you, which again goes back to the earlier point about Alex Jones. Just start suing everybody. Why not? Why not? I mean, we're just printing money at this point. Let's do it in the courts as well. We'll be right back.
All right, Concan, Texas is where I'm going to be Friday night in San Angelo, Texas, Saturday night. WatchChad.com has all of the good stuff. Go over there, check out my tour schedule, and bouncing around the country. Going to be doing live shows, having a good time everywhere we go. So make sure you get your tickets while you still can and come hang out with us, have some laughs, have a little fun. Have a little fun. Going to be a good time. Uh, And again, check out all the stuff at WatchChad.com. Don't forget, subscribe to BlazeTV.com slash chad use promo code chad and save on annual subscription and uh you know we're just enjoying being banned we're out in the in the siberian nether regions of the internet somewhere uh thank you for subscribing and supporting talk us up and leave us a rating or review love you god bless you see you tomorrow bye